The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Just a few weeks ago, the Navy admitted for the first time that several UFO videos were real, meaning they show actual area phenomenon that so far the Pentagon cannot explain. Meantime, UFO sightings in New York have nearly doubled since the pandemic began, and we are getting new video from the Navy showing pyramid-shaped objects flying in the sky. In an interview with an Israeli newspaper, he said, the aliens have been waiting until today for humanity to develop and reach a stage where we will understand in general what space and spaceships are. We've learned a number of things, that not everybody who sees a UFO is crazy, that our government has lied about UFO information, that it's withheld UFO files, and even spied on UFO witnesses. Hello, welcome to this That's Odd Special Report. Hot off the presses. That's just in. Your foes are everywhere. They're in the skies. They're in the water. They're in your sink. But are aliens aboard? Yes. <laughs> Answers at five. Answers are yes. What's up, Johnny? What's going on, Chris? Ooh, this is a special report. It is. Very wow. exciting. Oh, very exciting, dude. Carter uh, originally was going to join us. He was. On this, and I bet he's pretty annoyed that he didn't get to uh, because he loves this stuff as much as we do. But uh, he was too busy going down on Catwoman or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's not allowed to because we need to sell toys to children. So. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. Carter is a good guy. He doesn't do that sort of thing. Uh, so he was uh, busy saving kittens from a burning building. There you that's go. What he was doing. That's what he was doing. That's what he is doing. So, and he did it in a John McClane style without shoes. That's right. What would Carter yeah. do? Remember that. WCD. <laughs> Get the bracelets going. <laughs> I want to see artwork of Carter as John McClane, right? Yep. With a kitten in his hand, like, like coming out of the explosion <laughs> behind him, right? And underneath it just says WWCD. Yeah. What would Carter do? That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So Chris, it's a, we, we, we've had big news, dude. huge news in the world of UFOs. Some would say. Some would say, would say uh, we've unless been waiting course, for this. Unless, oh. of course, you're looking at social media in which it's barely talked about, <laughs> which still freaking blows my mind. It's it was a barely- it was a blip on the news. They did kind yes. of blip it on the news. All news, co- you know, coverage covered it for like, I think it was like a two minute segment at the six o'clock time right before they went to traffic, upcoming weather. And then, you know, the, the Chihuahua that knows how to hula hoop. Yeah. Yeah. So in between. <laughs> In between all that, like, I remember, you know, you can look on your top trending things on Twitter. Mm-hmm. When that report came out on that day, it was on my Twitter trending thing once. And every other time I looked in there, it'd be something and knocked it off. And it was some celebrity I've honestly never heard of. <laughs> happened multiple times. So uh, I couldn't stand it. 
You know what I couldn't stand was that when, as soon as the next day, like it came out and I started looking at the news, um, I found all kinds of news links and it was like, oh, it's been reported. Uh, read here, read the report here. So I'd go in and no one had the report. No one had yeah. a link to it. It was just what their version of it was. I was like, I want to actually read the report itself. Yeah, I know it yes. sounds crazy because I remember my, at least for me, dude, and I don't know about you, but like when I was younger, that I would have just been like, let me read the article. I'm not going to try to read some yeah. fancy schmancy writing, you know, this, this high level kind of government writing that I'm not going to understand anyway. Let me just read the article and it'll tell me what's up. Right. Yeah. Uh, but having been working where I work over the past few years, uh, really being kind of in data in in all that kind of work, you know, kind of understanding a lot of that kind of studies and all these kinds of things involved. I was interested really to see what we were presented with. I wanted to see, was there going to be data? Was it going to be anything that really we could just kind of sink our teeth into? So this time I was like, let me read this. I want to read yeah. the real paper. I don't want to read, you know, Joe Schmo's version of it on, you know, my, my mother's basement.com.blogspot.com. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I had to take it down a couple of times, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, um, the government was watching me. So yeah, this was the unclassified. It's a nine-page report, Office of the Director of National Intelligence. It's called the Preliminary Assessment of Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, June twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. It's nine pages. Did you get into it in deep, or would you? Did you kind of just scan it, look at specific spots? I skimmed it, and when something specific really caught my attention, I made sure to to look at it. A lot of it is basically basically explaining itself uh, like hey this is what this term means this is what these abbreviations mean which yeah at the end the appendix yeah, yeah yeah which i'm grateful for uh a lot of it is that kind of setting it up that type of thing uh going into this i'd always maintained that we were going to basically get a report that said uh some of the stuff we can explain some of the stuff we can't right. basically that's and yep in a way that is what we got I mean, that's what they said. It really is. Yeah. So uh, I wasn't, I wasn't wrong, but um, like when me and you were discussing this, uh, the fact that a, that this even came out and they're 100% admitting that they've been studying this, that, that in itself was a huge deal, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, uh, and that they're admitting that, Hey, we don't know what some of these things are, which they kind of have to, right. When you have your own military capturing, pictures or video of these things and they are saying we don't know what this is you kind of have to (laughs) trust them that they know what they're talking about yeah right so i am going to actually share this document to our facebook page so i'll I'll save it on a dropbox folder and i'm just going to share a link to the facebook page so anybody who's listening that wants to actually read the actual document can um i'm not going to actually read it because you know, as Johnny it's, said, it's there's lengthy. a lot of, yeah. yeah, there's lengthy stuff in here. And there's a lot of stuff what they're doing is, is setting specific things up. Like the beginning of it talks about that this is a preliminary report that's provided to this, you know, department because as a response to the request by the Congress and that it's, you know, this is the person who wrote it. And it was all like, so that basically that's what they're saying. This is who it is, yeah. um, which if you're into this stuff is can be important if you want to now go and look up those titles right you want to see who's the secretary of defense look that up and you'll see that they are the, this person was the one in consultation for this right if you want to see who was the you know who's the director of the UAPTF 
Um, you can look that up. Like there's all of these things. Um, UAPTF, by the way, is the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. It's part of the De- Department of Defense, which tells us that they're taking this extremely seriously. Right. Um, what they're also discussing here is that all the data set. This is what I was really interested in. Like, what did they get their information from? So it says that the director is the accountable official for ensuring that the timely collection and consolidation of data on any UAP. So now we know that the director of this is responsible for making sure to collect all this and to present it in a way that can be digestible. The data set described in this report is currently limited primarily to U.S. government reporting of incidents occurring from November 2004 to March 2021. So that tells us this is only U.S. government reporting. Anyone in the U.S. government that has reported it between November 2004 and March 2021. This is not any other reports outside of that. So any of these reports we see on the news, on MUFON, on websites uh, that your cousin told you they saw when they went out camping, none of this is taken into account. This is strictly military personnel or government uh, officials who have seen something and have had the, the, the courage to speak up. Because this report later goes on to say what are some of the challenges they're facing, one of them being the stigma behind reporting it and the fear that a lot of our government officials have of coming out and reporting it. So they, they, they identify that in this report saying that this is going to be a challenge to collecting uh, accurate data, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This stuff really fascinated me because there's a, re- a lot that's really here that's kind of underlying that our government's telling us they're doing all this now. They're putting all this energy into this. And it's like, we know this, right? We know we've always felt this stuff's been happening. Um, and the, and the, the request from Congress was not release all of the records you guys have ever, right? Show us everything, including anything that may have been recovered. They didn't say that. They said, we need a report on what are UAPs uh, that these Navy people are talking about. So they said, all right, you asked for this. We're just going to give you this. The fact that they're talking about it, like you said, that they are, they're admitting that this is a thing is huge. It's freaking huge because as we go on to look at this data that talk about, you know, some of the stuff that they, they collected, they decided that they were going to kind of categorize them into different compartments, right? These different, uh, what would you call it? Like how, how can you categorize these things? Categories uh, in which uh, they would put different sightings into. Right. So anything possible causes that. Yeah. So anything that the government, you know, these government employees have reported over all of these reports, let's see, they said, how many reports was there in total? 184, 144, 144 reports originated from United States government sources of these 80 reports involved observations with multiple sensors. Um, it says of those, um, they could they could figure out certain things, and these are the categories they put them into. Some can be categorized as airborne clutter. This is birds, balloons, uh, recreational unmanned aerial vehicles. I'm assuming drones. Right. Yeah, that's what that sounded like. Yeah. Uh, airborne debris, like plastic bags that muddle the scene and affect an operator's ability to identify true targets. So if they see this, that it could be this, right? Yeah. Um, nat- natural atmospheric phenomena. I, it literally speaks for itself. Ice crystals, moisture, thermal fluctuations. Um, it could be United States government or industry developmental programs. So it could be other government entities that have 
are experimenting with their own flying things, right? Right. Yeah. Um, it says in here though that they we were unable to confirm, however, that these systems accounted for any of the UAP recorded that we collected. Yeah. Uh, foreign adversary systems. So it could be. This is exactly what they say. Some UAP may be technologies deployed by China, Russia, another nation, or non-government, a non-governmental entity. Which, yeah. interesting. I said that to you before. It's interesting that they literally named China and Russia. But you did make a point that they do have the more advanced space programs at the moment. Yeah, that would if if going for for technology, except for maybe Japan, uh, I would say those two would be ones who are like right on our heels, if not surpassing us in some areas when it comes to technology. Right. Sure. Finally, the other category they have is other because if they can't explain it by all that other stuff, they don't have an explanation and that's other. other, Right. Um, So this is, like I said, there's a lot of really good information in here. The findings, like you said, they basically say there's a lot of stuff that's out there. A lot of this stuff was considered and fell into one of those categories. However, there's a few that don't, right? There's a handful that just fall into other. And it's like, how do you explain that? Yeah. And the other thing that I found interesting, and maybe this is, this is just from my Project Blue Book days, is like I was wanting a name. Like I was wanting who's doing all this, you know, studying. Like, are you sending another Dr. Heineck out or something like that? Because mm-hmm. I, I want to know who's doing it. <laughs> That's just me. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, it's, it is fascinating uh, that they're admitting any of this, obviously. And they're that going is. so in-depth, dude, to talk about, like, these are the challenges we face to being accurate. Yeah. This is what we need to get better at. This is what we're going to need to... And they're and they're charging people to literally... And it, they, they're basically charging people to do what I do at my job. Come up with policy, come up with, you know, uh, policy, procedure, workflows, things that we can put into place to start collecting data and start yeah. processing it, basically. Taking it seriously, in other yeah, words. Yeah, it's awesome. Dude, it's so yeah. freaking awesome. I kind of want to be like, hey, how do I start doing that? I'd prefer yeah. to do that kind of data work um, instead of the, you know, yeah. the $20 the kind of, of five cool, years that like, I do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, that's the type of like data entry job I would love, right? If I get these reports, I got to put them in. It's like, oh man, I just love reading these. So just typing them in would be amazing. Dude, I was I thinking when, cool. when when I was watching that UFO show that we started watching on Discovery, that UFO lady Hunter. yeah. Uh, the lady with the the Project Blue Book files. Yes. I was like, yeah. I want her job. She's literally the real life Dana Scully. Like yeah. she went out and investigated this stuff, sat down in her hotel room or her office and just started typing out a report on all the stuff she was that was reported to her. Yeah. UFO witness, I think that's the name of it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um Dude, this report is just, it's so, there's so much cool stuff in here. Like I said, it says here, um, available reporting is largely inconclusive. Limited data leaves most UAP unexplained. Um, It says that there's limited data and inconsistency in reporting, which are the key challenges to evaluating this. Uh, there, There was no standardized reporting mechanism that existed until the Navy established one in March, 2019. And then the Air Force subsequently adopted that mechanism in November 2020, but it remains limited to United States government only. The other thing they did talk about in here is that they are now going to be getting information that, that this is continuing. They're still analyzing data. Um, you know, th- as this report's being written, it's continuing, and that they're starting to collect information from 
the United States Air Force and the FAA, which is airlines, right? The the yeah. Federation or Federal Airline Association or whatever it is. Or eyes um, in the skies. Uh, Federal Aviation Administration, excuse me. But yeah, they're going to start. They've just begun receiving data from both of these. So that's going to be interesting, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I think one of the uh, things that also stands out that this is they only, uh, you know, got these reports from government officials and mm-hmm. such and military. None of these are from, you know, your neighbor down the street or, or there's nothing against those people. Not until so, FAA. Right. When we but get that they, data, that's when it's going to be, you're going to hear more about what the pilots are reporting, what the people at, at tra- to, you know, air tower controls are reporting. Yeah. Um, and dude, I can't wait for that to stuff. And there's to start been a rolling history in. and there's been a history with pilots who have seen stuff, but they won't report it because of how to make them look. Right. Oh, yeah. So maybe this will open a door to saying, hey, we're we're not going to mock you for this anymore. We want to take this seriously and figure out what's happening. Yeah, it says right here, um, again, UAP collection challenges, right? Sociocultural stigmas and sensor limitations remain obstacles to collecting data on UAP. Narratives from aviators in the operational community and analysts from the military describe disparagement associated with observing UAP, reporting it, or attempting to discuss it with colleagues. Although the effects of these stigma have lessened as the senior members of the scientific policy, military, and intelligence communities engage on the topic seriously in public, reputational risk may keep many observers silent, complicating scientific pursuit of the topic. They're basically saying, look, it's nice that we're all starting to take it seriously and we're talking about it publicly. It's making it easier for these guys to talk about it, but there's still that stigma and we have to start doing something about that, you know? And so they're going to start working into policies, um, in all of the branches of militaries, ways to report it, whether it's it's anonymous, however it is, but ways they can report it with the information needed to collect the data we're looking for. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think it's been in the past, what, maybe decade or or so, after the year 2000s for sure, where paranormal <laughs> slash UFO slash all this, this, the field that we love, uh, started to catch on really with the, yeah. with the regular public. Uh, you know, stuff started really catching on, got really popular, that type of thing. Uh, you know, because there really was a stigma on this stuff, you know, before that. I remember when the Phoenix Lights happened, in which literally like thousands of eyes saw these things. It was on the news. Uh, Kurt Russell, like the, the actor, saw these things and reported it. Uh, you know, this is some really wild things. And you can go find video of these things. And then when the mayor, I think he was the mayor was talking about it. He made a giant joke out of it by bringing out who he said, well, here we caught the corporate. And it was just some guy in an alien mask. Like they're totally making a joke out of it. Yeah. I yeah. love, I love jokes. Trust me. I love a good a yuck, yuck, Bring them <laughs> on. but what you're doing there is you're just undercutting uh, uh, something that people were already mocking in the first place. And you're making people who, would have came out who maybe have had a credible sighting. They're not going to talk about it because they just don't want to deal with any of that. And can you blame them? I, I couldn't. Yeah. They're saying right now it's the United States air force is collecting the data. Historically, they've just now putting into effect uh, ways to normalize future collection reporting and analysis across the entire air force at the FAA captures data related to UAP during the normal course of managing air traffic operations. They generally ingest this data when pilots and other airspace users report unusual or unexpected events. 
In addition, the FAA continuously monitors its systems for anomalies. Uh, so yeah, they've got a, a robust and effective outreach program is what it says here, which is great. They have a way of collecting this stuff, which means they have the info. That's what I'm saying, dude. This this gave us what we expected, right? Hey, these exist. We can explain a couple of these things. Some of them we can't. And then they just regurgitated a lot of the stuff we knew. We knew there's a stigma. We knew people won't really report it. Um, what I didn't know, though, I got to be honest, I didn't know is that there it's it's as kind of <clears throat> disorganized in, in collecting of the data, you know what I yeah. mean, from within the government. I thought we really would have some sort of, you know, organization that X-Files style, right? You yeah. show up and it's like, listen, I just need the information. Thanks. Have a good day. Don't worry. And then that stuff is like kept somewhere. Um, it to, sounds to, like we're heading that way. Yeah. They're, they're starting to, to really. Unless they're making that, us yeah. think that, right? Like they're <laughs> like, hey, you just wanted this on what yeah. we started calling UAP. You didn't ask for any of the other stuff we have, right? Otherwise, yeah, it's like say, Independence Day. We're going underground yeah. and seeing like the alien bodies everywhere. I would even say the reason they're called UAPs now is because the word, the letters UFO has a oh, yeah. behind it. Yeah. So they're like, we're not going to call it that anymore. And the fact that the government is admitting to this stigma that's out there on it, that they had a huge hand in helping make so. Right? Like, they're yeah. like, ah, we don't understand why no one wants to talk yeah. about hey, it. Hey, that's swamp gas, you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, you're so crazy, that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it says that they're looking for novel ways to increase collection of the UAP cluster areas when the U.S. forces are not present as a way to baseline standards. So, yeah, they're basically doing what, you know, any kind of data people, data people will definitely understand a lot of these processes, uh, but they're doing what they should have been doing like way back when they were collecting this stuff. And again, those things might be in place. It just may be that the information being provided is because it's like, you literally asked for this. We're going to give you this, like just that sliver, you know? Uh, it could also be that before it wasn't taken as seriously as it is now. That could be part of it too. Yeah, dude. Um, it also talks, talks about here. This is kind of interesting. What are the, uh, the UAP threatens flight safety and possibly nation national security. Uh, the United States, no, the UAP TF has 11 reports of documented instances in which pilots reported near misses with a UAP. Could you imagine being a pilot and like you're trained to do all kinds of stuff and all of a sudden you don't understand what you're seeing and the thing's coming at you. And like, like I've had near misses just driving a car. Yeah. I can't imagine what it's like in the air flying as fast as they're flying. And you would think it would be way less just because it's such an open sky. But uh, I was thinking the same thing. One of the things <laughs> on this report is the the fact that they said with the you know clutter in the air. And I look up and I'm like, you know, I always see movies of the future and you see cars yeah. and they're always in lines. And I think to myself, I think it's going to be more like like Back to the Future, where it seems kind of wild because there's room, right? How do you regulate? 4D or 3D space. What would that yeah. be? 4D? Because now you could go down. I mean, I don't know what that would be. Just open D. <laughs> yeah, open D. Yeah. <laughs> All that big I, D. There's so much that's D what up I call there. My dude. There's so much D up there, dude. That's my. That's what I call my mating season. It's open <laughs> D season, ladies. <laughs> oh man, but um, 
I think that was the thing that excited me a lot about this was was the way they presented the data, the fact that to me, I can hear I hear a lot of what they're writing here. And in my mind, I see the things happening. Like I see people meeting and with boards on the walls and coming up with ways to kind of streamline certain pieces of information. And and, and then you have these meetings where it's like, okay, what information do we collect? What's important? Yeah. What's not important? How do we categorize it? How do we filter it? Aggregate it? Like it's in, it's interesting. And heck, maybe that'll make us go back and look at previous sightings of UFOs or UAPs, whatever you want to call them, and, and re, you know, open those books again and say, hey, what? Let's look into this. Like, oh, easily, dude. Yeah. Especially once they have you know structure, once they have the bones yeah. on how to compartmentalize certain things or how to analyze specific things, they'll be able to now to go to the reports from that we have. Like, we know how many reports there are, right? Just go yeah. to MUFON, uh, which didn't it used to be free? I believe so, but now they're, yeah, it's uh, somebody took over and and they're like, uh, oh, you want this UFO info? You got to pay me. Yeah. You got to pay me, say, bro, like, come on, dude. I, I, I used to love just going on there to see what was being reported where. Like, there used to be the map, right? And you can go to yeah. what was the most recent things reported. Yeah, not I anymore. I think I heard somewhere, maybe it was on the last podcast on the left, one of those big podcasts. And they were talking about how just to become a MUFON investigator, all you had to do was like pay them so much money. And then you were, that's you, you recalled that from now on. That's all you had to do. Oh my God. Seriously. Yeah. Like you know what? Official badge and all this kind of stuff. I'm going to tell the creepers right now, if you want to be an official creeper UFO investigator, um, it's free. Just let us know. Yeah. And then you'll be one. You don't have to pay a thing. But we're going to create our our new... I think we should. Honestly, Johnny, I think the history creeps, the creepers, we should have a UFO group, a club of people who like really take this stuff seriously and really want to start looking into some of these things, investigating it more, seeing if we can't find, find the answers. Yeah. Or, you know, I just like reading and studying about it. So Let's do it. And watching uh, documentaries on it, whatever. Yeah. Whatever I can do. Yeah. I think the thing, again, that excites me the most, like I said, though, we knew what was coming. We knew it wasn't going to be like, hey, <laughs> Roswell was real, guys, and we had alien bodies. Yeah. Like, we weren't going to yeah. get that, dude, right? Right. <clears throat> but I think what I'm really getting so, like, I feel like just seeing everything that they're doing, just this kind of, like, organizational, like, overhaul on how they're going to do all this stuff, the energy they're putting into it excites me because they're telling us this is something worthy of looking at, whereas... Even ten years ago, they you probably would have been hard pressed to get the government to admit it. Still, yeah, and just judging from the reaction on social media, I think they're looking at that too, and like, hey, how big of a impact did this make? And like, oh, we can probably admit even more now because this yeah. whole this whole the public's going to panic thing. I, I don't know. I think we're way too distracted. But but whatever some YouTuber does. <laughs> is all the time or something. I think one of the things is literally one of the things that was trending and I didn't know who these two people were. It was these two. I think they were YouTubers. I could be way wrong, but they just happened to be hanging out and like walking with their girlfriends and their dogs together. like a group of them. And that trended. That Bro, trended. Don't worry. Wait till the day that it trends that. Holy crap. Chris was in North Carolina with Johnny. Yeah. Get the pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to announce that. I, I bet we could probably sell out a, a venue. We'll make, yeah, We'll make Anthony. Uh, we'll we'll do a live show. Pictures. Let's do a live. That's odd. I'll come down to North Carolina. We'll book like a, a comedy club or a little theater down there and yeah. then sell tickets. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll get uh <laughs> It'll be Anthony sitting out there with a camcorder, and that's it. <laughs> but we're going to make it be loud. Be and loud. Sean, but Sean's only coming to make fun of us because no one else showed up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. No, you're oh, right, man. dude. I think the world is too distracted to worry about this as being yeah. real. And I think they're not, they wouldn't worry about it being real until it became a real threat or the reality. Like, we would yeah. literally have to undoubtedly be told it's real. They're out there. This is what they look like. These are what UFOs look like or see it without being told like it's happening. They're coming down. You know, that's the only time you're going to see the entire world actually have any kind of reaction. This, I think we, you know, the world had the reaction you had. <laughs> it's what we thought. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. So for, I didn't move on. Like all these people were like, Hey, what's uh?" <laughs> and you're like, yo, pump those brakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take a screenshot of what was trending that one day. Because <laughs> I didn't recognize any of it. It was crazy, man. Yeah, I'm old. I've become old. I don't know what's hot, what the kids are into. <laughs> um, it sounds like oh, we got to bring that back on Chris and Anthony, too. If you're oh, trending. Yeah. Was trending, yes. If you're trendy. Yeah. Uh, just, so, just so the audience knows, on uh, Chris uh, and our friend Anthony have a show called Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. And it's a podcast. I encourage you to go listen to it. Uh, but I was on there once, and they we did this show where Chris looked at what was trending on Twitter, and he would bring it up to Anthony and I. And Anthony is younger than us. He's in his 20s, right? I think yeah, he's he 25, 26. Yeah. But neither one of us knew like hardly any of the things he brought up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It was too funny. Which is more embarrassing for him because he shouldn't know this stuff. That's true. That's yeah. true. Um. But yeah, dude, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited because there's a lot more that we've ever gotten from the government before. So it's yeah. cool. It's also cool to see that they're kind of kicking this thing off. But it's also kind of like, eh, we have a whole lot of data out there, man. It's all out there. Start collecting yeah, yeah. it. And of course, there's a lot of it that's not legit. But there's those ones, man, that fall under other. And how do you explain it, right? Yeah. And that's how you find the legit ones is to market the ones that aren't. That's right. what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. Kind of reminds me of you remember watching the original Ghost Hunters? Yes, I was literally about to say that. Yes. It was about that, right? It was about like they were called Ghost Hunters, but that's not what they were. They weren't going to hunt and look for ghosts. They weren't trying to document ghosts. People would would have these issues and they'd go there to see if see if we can't explain it. See if we can't find loose floorboards or something in the the walls, the pipes. But then they would come across like it's like, okay, so when you can't explain any of it, what is it then, right? Yeah. What is it Which that's is calling my name in the middle of the night? Yeah, which is what I like. I really took that and applied that to a lot of different things. Like, I think that's the way you do it. You try to debunk whatever it is, very much so. And then if you can't, that adds more validity to whatever that is. Exactly. So, yeah. so I'm interested in seeing what more we get. You know, I'm hoping that we get more information, that it's not one of these things where we have to be like, hey, can you release this report now? Because it's been six more months and we want an update. I hope they give us updates. Will they? I don't know. Probably I doubt it. You know what I mean? I think it's going to require some sort of uh, request, but I wonder, is this something that's under the Freedom of Information Act? Can you request the ongoing reports and data that's being collected, or will they then call it classified? It's good questions. I don't know. I do not know. Uh, part of me thinks they'll, they'll revert back to the old classified or they'll black out. <laughs> like they'll, like, send you, they'll send you the thing, but it's like most of it's blacked out. It's like, just black. You, it's all black. Dear Mr. This? Chavez, thank you for your request. Yeah. The following is the information. 
black. It's all just black pages. <laughs> Everyone's just blacked out. 305 pages. They just sent me yeah. that just to be spiteful. Yeah. And yeah. I had to sign for it because it was cash on delivery. So I had to pay for it. Yeah. Remember that shit? Yeah. <laughs> CODs. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, dude. Interesting. Do you think, do you truly like in your mind or in your heart of hearts truly think we're going to live to see this? We're going to live to see some sort of contact. I don't know, to be honest with you. Uh, Cause in the big, uh, you know, in the, in the, in the big thing of time, we're just a speck. <laughs> yeah. It, we're just a small blimp in that. Mm. So I think for us to see that would mean we're really lucky. So uh, I, or, or not depending on whatever those things, whatever, they're, whatever they're wanting to do. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Part of me thinks no, uh, but I do think we'll, we'll get closer and closer to it being more of an accepted thing. See, I feel like we are going to, I have a feeling that in our lifetime, we're going to, it's going to be a thing. And, and I feel like, I honestly feel like Johnny, we can, we're going to listen back to this recording and we're going to be old men. Right. And you know how, when you listen back to recordings, you sound so young, you're like, Oh, you're just a baby. Listen to us. Right. And I'm going to be old going, listen to me saying how we're going to be talking. Yeah. But we're going to listen back to this episode and and say, remember when we didn't know about aliens and we didn't know about the the Galactic Federation? Yeah, now we're a part of it. And now we're watching Saturn, you know, the moons of Saturn just kind of sunset in the distance. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Man, who knows? I mean, already in our lifetime, things have already changed when it comes to paranormal stuff. So, yeah. Maybe and and technology more, more has seven. and technology has just kind of you know just really really exponentially like that. Yeah. multiplied that like we're gonna see it man I think that's why Jeff Bezos is getting ready to head out there dude I think he knows something we don't know you know he's got the in and he's I mean he's the most powerful dude in the world right yeah yeah uh, he's got to know something and now he's going to space like <laughs> what do you what do are you just, is he, is he just that much money where he's just kind of like, well, ah, there's nothing for me here now. Let me go to space see what's up there. Well, he knows how to evade tax paying. I know that much. <laughs> he knows what's up, man. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, I think we're in a wild time and the fact that this report officially came out and they seem to be fairly honest about it is a big deal. The fact that the report came out and none of it was blacked out to me is a big deal. Because I was expecting some stuff to be blacked out to me. Like, <laughs> you're so used to it. You're like but scanning it like, whoa, yeah. no black lines. Now yeah. let me look at this. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe it will happen in our lifetime. Who knows? I think at the very least, it will become more and more accepted like as a, in the general uh, space of things. Like We'll just be like, oh, yeah, let's UFOs. It's not something to that we really... Uh, if you see a UFO thing, like people are like, I'll take it seriously instead of making fun of you for it. Yeah. You know, the one thing I didn't see, and it may be part of the other information that I didn't look at. Um, but I did not see how many of each of those reports fell into which category. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, cause I'll be interested to know how many were other and how many could they actually really truly explain. Yeah. I'm assuming that one where that was really, famous now that the Navy call is probably other because they never came out and said what it was. So, Hmm. 
Very interesting. It says, with the exception of one instance where we determined with high confidence that the reported UAP was airborne clutter, specifically a deflating balloon, we currently lack sufficient information on our data set to attribute incidents to specific explanations. So basically, they're saying all the ones are other. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Out of 100 and what was it? 144? Out of 144 reports. One was, was a balloon. balloon. All the yeah. other ones are other. They couldn't. They couldn't say it was any of these other things. Wow. Okay. A, bal- a balloon plus other. One hundred forty-three yeah. others. Man, that's wild, 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 wild. It is wild. Well, you know what? I'd like to hear from the creepers. I'd like to hear what they think on this report. Uh, if they took a look at it, I'm gonna, like I said, I'm gonna put it on our Facebook page, um, and I'll try to pin it. You know, can't you pin that? Can't you do stuff where you pin stuff to the top of your Facebook, like Twitter? I would assume so. Your timeline, yeah, something have, like yes, that. Yes. I'll do that so people can access it immediately. I want to hear what they think. I want to hear what they think in terms of, do they think we're going to see contact in our lifetime and uh, whether or not they want to create a a UFO club, man. Why not? It'd be fun. Yeah. A lot of questions. Uh, Go to our Facebook page and, and, and let us know there. Uh, Also uh, discovery plus, if you're getting that uh, UFO witness, is a very very good show. I think it's like an exclusive show on there, I believe. Yep. And so the first season's out now. You can watch it. I think it's like eight episodes. Highly recommend it. It's done really well. It is. And it includes some of this more recent stuff that we've been talking about. Yeah, I couldn't believe how recent it is. It's literally was produced last year, I think. Yeah, yeah. So go check it out. Uh, it's uh, it's really really I've really enjoyed it. I got mm-hmm. like I binged them like they were nothing. Also, I don't. Should we talk about this, Chris? Little project we got that's going to debut on the Patreon. I was about to say they should also check out the Creeper Club uh, Patreon because we do have a new project that's alien based as well. And when they yes. hear this, it'll have already been up. So if they're already patrons, if they're already Clubhouse members, they'll have heard it. If you're not, we're uh, Johnny and I decided we're going to do a new show. We're going to do a podcast, but it's not for you guys. Sorry to hurt your feelings. Yes. We're doing the podcast for our future visitors. Yes. You we, like to refer figured, to them as our overlords. <laughs> yeah. And we figured that if you're from another planet and you're showing up here, you're going to have a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. You know, about, about our strange customs, the, the, the things that we do for entertainment, the things that we, you know, our education, like all kinds of questions. So that's what Chris and I are going to do. We're going to try our best to answer those questions and each episode will be about a topic that we feel that the um, extraterrestrials yeah. would have a question about. Yeah. That's the name of the show. An extraterrestrials guide to the planet earth. And we basically from two guys in our perspective, we're not scholars. We're not scientists. We're not going to even do the research. It's, right. if, if an alien asks us, what is the internet? We're going to tell them what we think the internet is. And uh, it's, it's fun. And it's yeah. going to get even more fun. So if you have not become a member yet, check it out. If you are a member and you haven't been to the page in a, in a week or so, go back and check it out. There's a couple of new shows that debuted. Um, and there's still more to come, man. We have a lot more fun stuff planned for the Creeper Clubhouse. Yes. Very excited, especially about that show. Uh, so check that out. Uh, all you Creepers out there, thank you so much for listening to us. We very much appreciate it. Uh, Chris, you got anything else as we get out of the clubhouse here? Uh, I've got some data to go over, man. Okay. Well, he's going to go over his data. So I'm going to leave him here in the clubhouse and I'm going to look into the skies and I'm going to think about how just this whole situation is 
seven plus that. That's odd. God. Just a few weeks ago, the Navy admitted for the first time that several UFO videos were real, meaning they show actual area phenomenon that so far the Pentagon cannot explain. Meantime, UFO sightings in New York have nearly doubled since the pandemic began, and we are getting new video from the Navy showing pyramid-shaped objects flying in the sky. In an interview with an Israeli newspaper, he said, the aliens have been waiting until today for humanity to develop and reach a stage where we will understand in general what space and spaceships are. We've learned a number of things, that not everybody who sees a UFO is crazy, that our government has lied about UFO information, that it's withheld UFO files, and even spied on UFO witnesses. 